Welcome to the Dildorks Dorky Discourse on Sex, Dating, and Masturbating. My name is Kate Sloan. I'm a sex journalist, a sex blogger, and I was already a stoner, but like if I wasn't, I feel like this whole pandemic situation definitely would have made me into one. <laughs> Who are you, friend? Yeah, I am Bex. I am a sex educator and a blogger, and I, I'm pretty sure weed is one of the few things helping me from like claw, <laughs> helping me not claw my skin off from restlessness during all of this. Yep. Like, yep, yep. It's one of the only reasons I can sit this still in a house this small. Yeah, yeah. It really kind of just like clears away a lot of that anxiety that creeps in when you think too hard about you know the world. So I'm grateful to our mutual friend Marijuana today on, on I was going to say her birthday. I don't know if 420 is canonically Marijuana's birthday, but <laughs> I don't I don't know a lot actually about Mary the birth herself of Marijuana. Yeah. Was born on this. <laughs> but so we're doing our annual hypotheticals episode, which if you don't know, I think this is the fourth year that we've done this. It's a very silly tradition where we get... It's also one of my favorites. It, I mean, yeah, for sure. Uh, a highlight of the year, absolutely. Um, we get really high, which we have not done yet. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> and then, I'm like, yes, definitely never done that. <laughs> And then we answer some hypothetical questions about sex, dating, masturbating, kink, etc. that were sent in by listeners. Thank you for those suggestions. Uh, I got 23 questions this year, which probably is more than we're going to be able to get to. Um, in which case, they'll just overflow into our Patreon content. So, uh, hope to see you over there. But now, we're going to do a little uh, transition and sound effect while we smoke up. And when we come back, we'll be very messy. Hello, we are back. Time has passed. Time has elapsed. And in that time... You will probably listen to a solid chunk of that time later. Yeah, when you get to the end. But don't skip ahead. There's going to be good shit in the middle, too. Um, <laughs> that's, that's the slogan for my sex life. No, that doesn't even make sense. Never mind. Okay, Bex, would you like to discuss our first hypothetical question of the evening? Yes. Okay, the question is, which vegetable is the kinkiest and why? Okay. There's so many different ways to answer this because you can either think of it like which vegetable like could be the most like could be used most easily as part of kink in some way whether it's like being fetishized or like being fucked with or whatever but then the other way is right. like if the vegetables were personified mm -hmm. which of them mm -hmm. would be kinky right and that's really where i lean towards first <laughs> but honestly i think my answer is similar Mm -hmm. So I wish I was more of a food nerd. I'm getting there. I'm learning. If this was a baking question, you'd have me. <laughs> I don't bake with many vegetables. I, I cannot. Um, You've never so, made a cucumber cake? No. I've made carrot cakes. They're quite good. Okay. Uh, All right. Yeah. So, like, on occasion. However, I don't think the answer is carrot. I think the answer is... Um, some, like, very spicy peppers. Oh, okay. Because you have the spice metaphor, right? But also, uh, capsaicin will fuck you up. Mm -hmm. 
So, like, you can do weird kink shit with, like, really spicy things, because that is, you're into sensation play at that point, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I've definitely heard people talk about integrating that, or just um, integrating that, like, tingly feeling. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what I'd have to go with. That's a really good answer. You managed to find a vegetable that can top you. <laughs> i did and they often do really wild okay my mind went right to cucumber they make me cry too see it's a full yeah the full spectrum they don't aftercare you very well but i mean nobody has That's it all fine. right exactly uh no my mind went right to cucumber which of course there's the sexual you know obviousness of it but actually what i was thinking of was when i was researching my book i was looking for examples of um fairly easy, low stakes, beginner friendly public humiliation activities. And I found this one, I forget where I even found it um, on some like big list of ideas. And it was like, send your sub to the supermarket with the instruction to buy the biggest cucumber they can find and a bottle of lube and nothing else. (laughs) I was like, this is the most brilliant shit. Like that's gonna so profoundly embarrass someone, but it's like, I don't think it's it's like over involving other people necessarily. I don't think it like asks all that much of you really. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is that's a good answer too. I like that. <laughs> so I guess my answer is cucumber's the kinkiest vegetable because it's humiliating to be seen purchasing a cucumber. Does that make any sense? It, you know, it's fine. It, we it's Wait a minute. Is ginger a vegetable? Because I was going to say we got to give the honorable mention to ginger. Yeah. Ginger's a root. You know, figging and such. Because root are root Potatoes and also carrots, once again. Right. You know, earlier, Um, I was going to leave my phone over there. And then I said to Matt, like, oh, no, sometimes I need to have my phone with me because I need to Google things quietly during a show. And, like, literally, this is what I'm using (laughs) it for. Is ginger a vegetable? Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Matt. Oh, it's done. I would have read it. Ginger appears to be... Oh, it's back. (laughs) I you read that. I can't even see anything. I don't even. <laughs> I don't even know how to operate this machine. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what I'm seeing on the Googles is that ginger is considered a vegetable, but it is not your typical vegetable. And it's like, yeah, we know. I I noticed. <laughs> I did actually notice that ginger is kind of an odd one out at the veggie party. <laughs> right. Well, and you don't even usually cook it like a vegetable. You cook it with like aromatics and stuff so like yeah i don't know i was or maybe now i'm wondering about ginger none of this is important i'm recording why is, a podcast. Our, why is our show now like high bon appetit like why is that what we're doing <laughs> because i host it <laughs> and uh. i've been alone in my home so long i'm hardly a kink nerd anymore Wow. Now I'm just I think that's imposter syndrome, friend. You're always a kink nerd in your heart. That's no, that's reasonable. I'm on <laughs> I w- I find I went back on OkCupid and I've 
every conversation I've turned into a conversation about kink within, like, a few messages, and I don't even mean to. Like, I keep trying to kind of avoid it, um, and, like, but people are like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, oh, going to an online conference. What on? Yeah. <laughs> Relationships. <laughs> what, what do I you do say. for work? Uh, <laughs> like, it's just, it's so much. I know. And, like, I always get, like, people being like, what are you up to? And I'm like, I was writing a blog post about butt plugs. Like, you're just not right, going to get I- out of it because I can't say writing or writing a blog post because they're always, I mean, okay, they'll either ask what it's about or they won't ask and I'll be like, what the fuck? Like, you're not interested? <laughs> Why would you not write? Right. <laughs> I usually, what I, because, like, I also don't want to be that guy who's sliding into your messages and the third thing he's talking about is kink and sex and, like, they're yeah, going to yeah. be like, oh, like, because for me, that's not, like, trying to get sexy. Like, I talk about sex with my boss at 10 a.m. Like, that's yeah. not necessarily a sexual situation for me but I know that's how it comes across because they've only known me for three interactions so (laughs) I wind up like hiding it in a cluster of a bunch of other things they'll be like what are you doing and I'm like well I'm baking and I'm spending some time with my partner watching this show and I want to play a little bit of Animal Crossing and also I'm attending a conference and they're like (laughs) immediately what conference I'm like yeah learning how to beat people okay gosh fuck Will somebody for once answer that question with, like, what's your Animal Crossing town called? (laughs) Like, come on. Shake it up. Yeah. I just... I try, but here I am. I'm sorry. We're way off in a tangent. Some of that's useful. Some of that's us chatting. Who knows? Um, Okay. You should read the next question, if you would. Great. Fantastic. Uh, So this is a question from our friend Logan, who wants to know which kinks are the most useful. And that was the whole question. I want to say there are scare quotes around useful. Yeah. So I think certainly rope bondage is useful in some professions, but its usages feel fairly limited in the vanilla world i don't know what do you think i mean i would say it's what like knowing how to tie is one of those things that does come in handy in like weird situations like i'm thinking of times where uh i was working in the sex shop and the door broke and someone was able to like rig it open with some of our bondage rope Mm -hmm. um and what they knew and everything so i i think some credit could go towards that i would say i mean for me, my kink that I find the most useful that I have is service. Uh-huh. Because, um, A, it makes it easy to get shit done in my life. Because I can contextualize things around this service thing, or making it a game, or making it a kink, you know, protocol, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, the topic of our show. Um, and <laughs> our show is about protocol. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, just like making it kinky yeah um yeah so yeah service is helpful through that and like tangibly getting shit done but i would also say it's really useful for me 
because it allows me to do a wide variety of things and enjoy a wide variety of things with a wide variety of people because you can just contextualize it through service, right? If I'm into this person, I may not particularly be into my go-to example. I may not particularly be into feet yet, but um, <laughs> you're always like just maybe on the you're the person of to help a me get to that fetish. You know, we're. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, though, but if I'm if I'm really into serving someone and they're really into feet, I'm gonna really love licking their feet and whatever else goes with that. I don't know. Show me, okay? I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> I could show you the world. No, that's a really brilliant answer. I think you're right. I don't really think I could come up with a better one than that. I was just here thinking like. I don't know, boot blacking? It's good to know how to clean leather. But you're like, no, this helps me with, like, humanity. <laughs> Hi, me. Let's talk about weird philosophical shit. Yes. Yeah, I feel like literally every time I get high with you at your house, we always end up in this, like, like level 10 out of 10 philosophical discussion of some sex issue. And I'm always, like, midway through, I'm like, how did I get here? <laughs> what led to this? Yep. Yep. That's, uh, I have that effect on people. And the thing is, I just tend to rein it in and keep the weird shit in my head. But then you give me drugs and I just unleash it on the world. Okay. Welcome to this weird place. <laughs> Here is another question. Uh, which personality traits would you assign to different types of sex toy? And the example that this person gave was that maybe wand vibes are pompous. Do you get the sense that wand vibes are pompous? No. Wand vibes are like the people really that wear exclusively yoga pants. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're chill. Um, well, I mean, it depends on the wand vibes. It really does, because a low wand is a different energy altogether than a magic wand original. Right. I was gonna say, like, I don't know, a magic wand original, I feel like wears exclusively 70s workout attire, but... Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, like, not cool. No, but she's, like, very high energy. Yeah, she's maybe kind of like my mom. And like, <laughs> no, I'm gonna yeah, edit that I out. Just... I can't say that. That's horrible. Okay. Um, <laughs> you said that though. That's a little bit. I like. I didn't realize that's who I was picturing until you said that. <laughs> right. But I was like, I, I was like, you know, just like very high energy, chipper older woman who wears her like matching sweatbands to her like 6 a.m. jazzercise class every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very very type A and intense. She's going to get the fucking job done. Yeah. Mhm. I'm so mad at Low Wand right now that the image that my mind is creating of a personified Low Wand is just very like vapid and terrible. I'm <laughs> I'm kind of picturing, like, Karen wanting to speak to someone's manager. Yeah, but but kind of, like, 
with this with this air of like thinking she's so beautiful it's really strange mm. and then Lawanda's just like stealing designs from Anjoy and I'm mad about it yeah I don't like it Girl. I don't yeah I feel like Lawand is the person who's like do you know who I am <laughs> yeah well because are you gonna <laughs> how dare you Treat yeah, me like this. The fearless leader of Loan like created, you know, B vibe and the the cowgirl, the ill named cowgirl. So I know. like, it's, she's done some shit that's been like important, I guess. But then she, why why would you need to steal designs from Android then if you're such a fucking good sex toy maker? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Should we <laughs> should we actually try to answer right. this question though? Personality types for different. Uh, types of toys. I think every enjoy toy is that person you know who's like somehow both like so charismatic and charming and like the nicest person and you're like how the fuck are you real? You, They're so rare, right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like I don't know. Something about the steel has me seeing them as a much more much more as like a slick smooth con man. Mm. Like just sliding it, and like real charming, <laughs> but just like slippery, and like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, but I firm that is firmly the personality that I believe they have now. I it's just what feels right. But th- that to um, me suggests that there's something about an enjoy toy that won't follow through on what it promises, and and we both know that that just isn't the case. <laughs> no, that. That's absolutely. That's why I'm saying I can't justify it. Yeah, it's, it's not, just a vibe check thing. It's just that feels very true to me. Yeah, um, and I am like, to be fair, I'm picturing them as like the fictional charming. I like, really thought you were going to say Charmander for some reason, and that yes. doesn't make any sense. Yes, a sharp right turn into Pokemon. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, no, I am picturing them as, like, a fairly charming, uh, like, <laughs> relatively good cod man. Um, yeah. But, like a Dimitri in the cartoon Anastasia movie level of <laughs> cuteness. Yes. One of my very first crushes on cartoon John Cusack. <laughs> checks out for you. I feel like this isn't the first time you've shared that fact on the show. Okay. Probably not. I mean, it must have come up. We've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Definitely must have. Yeah. Um, no, I'm pro- procrastinating because this next question upsets me. Um, <laughs> does it, wait, does it actually upset you because we can skip it? <laughs> no, I... Um, <laughs> the thought is really just distressing. Uh... This person wants to know if we would rather smoke a dick or fuck a joint. And I just... (laughs) Object to the premise I love this question. This question made me laugh so hard when I read it. It's so... Because, see, the the imagery of smoking a dick is just so visceral right now. Yeah, because which end are you lighting and then which end are you then inhaling from? (laughs) Do you just the logistics? In order to make this work, you would have to carve a hole in it somewhere along the way 
much like you would in like a bong or a pipe because otherwise there's not two separate ends to be smoking like lighting up and, and then inhaling from right well because right so logistically just baseline logistically there needs to be two ends to this dick which is just upsetting for from the jump i am upset okay wait i just because usually there's a people attached to one of those ends (laughs) wait 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 when you said a dick with two ends i was thinking about that diphallic dude like the guy who supposedly has two penises except some people think it's a photoshop hoax and i was like you're gonna just light one and smoke the other (laughs) this is not how physics but like i had the thought to ask you like Bex, would you fuck the diphallic dude? And then I was like, oh no, I think I asked you that exact question on a previous one of these episodes. You probably did. You I do just have a think like, about the weird fascination dude. with that dude. I, I, the, my fascination is that I about 30% believe it is a Photoshop hoax. <laughs> but see, that 70% has got you, though. Yeah, I know, because I'm like, what? Like, my friend Brent says that the reason he thinks it's a hoax is that the guy has never done porn and why the fuck wouldn't you do porn? Like, you could make so much money. Mm. Uh, And I don't totally buy that argument because I think there's a lot of reasons why a person might not want to do porn. Like, if they work, you know, with children or something. Right. Right. Or, like, maybe just... They're, like, concerned about performing on camera. Just like yeah. that, having to do all of that. If, if one of just, the dicks that just is hard, doesn't sound fun. It, are the dicks only hard together, or can they separately each get hard? I don't know. I really want to know. <sighs> he probably answers that in some like Reddit FAQ somewhere. <laughs> probably, yeah. You saying like you haven't read all of them? I I have. It's just been a while. <laughs> Okay, there That's we the go. the only reason. <laughs> I don't know why you just, like, understand me intuitively to know that I would be just weirdly obsessed with the diphallic dude. For, like, <laughs> partly sex reasons and then partly just, like, other reasons. I'm going to circle back to my thesis statement on the topic of would you rather smoke a dick or fuck a joint? The obvious answer must be fuck a joint because... That's going to be much much easier to do, and there's going to be much less harm to another person's body. Or can you imagine even trying to smoke your own dick? Like, that sounds horrific. Um, Right, exactly. Like, fucking a joint will be harder, especially if the joint is very, very small. (laughs) But, like, you could figure out a way. I don't know. Yeah, I, like, you could make, especially depending on how creative you're allowed to get with it, right? Like, are you allowed to, like... (laughs) pour it into a silicone mold you know and like <laughs> hey you're just I like i want to commemorate <laughs> this particular no well, no I, sure you know what <laughs> listen um but you know you know those like clear silicone to i mean obviously funk it but he, he doesn't put stuff in them the silicone ones uh jollets who who used to do that uh jollets yeah i think you're right i've never really said it out loud all that much <laughs> right <laughs> i was like no i'm fairly certain that's correct i just have no idea how to say it yeah, um i think go to miche also does this 
Yeah, it's the clear silicone and you cast something into it. So, like, I could do that. I wonder about... That's so much nicer than having to light a dick on fire. Which could be fun if you do it safely and right. However, generally still attached to a person. I've literally never once in my life thought about lighting a dick on fire. That's horrible. Well, so so much of my life is sent being is spent trying to illustrate a point by saying something really extreme and horrible, and then realizing, well, actually, I could I could figure out a way to do that safely, and I could probably make that hot if I just halfway through the sentence, so then I have to add the caveat at the end. <laughs> oh, what a nerd! All right, are we ninety percent of my life is except for if yes, we're both fucking a joint. Okay. Uh, this next question: What would be the optimal number of additional limbs to have per person before it would become unwieldy? I don't think that the person actually wrote for sex in this question, but I think it's implied. I mean, I don't think that they're just generally asking us to like reinvent the human body using our like knowledge of ergonomics and physics. That doesn't really make sense. To me. Unwieldy to just move through society with that many arms. Yeah, I, I mean, I would imagine so. It's funny though. We were just talking about the diphallic dude. <laughs> I hope he's doing okay in in the COVID times. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, so I'm just thinking in my knowledge of, like, how many people before things get unwieldy, I would say... Quit bragging. No, I, uh, that was, that was really, really brag. Wow, that was a little yeah. douchey. Maybe don't, it, we don't need to... What, you were like, so as I've learned from all the numerous orgies I've been to that just had all way too them, many yeah. hot people... All of these, all of the copious amounts of group sex I've had. No, it's fine. Just count. Just like take solace in the fact that it it'll be like five months until I have sex again, and then there will be like a gajillion people there because my life is weird. But that's not the point. Um. Anyway, I'm thinking like, well, if you think I don't know in the. And the group stuff you've been to, too, once you get to more than, like, three, like four people, people start kind of pairing off in clusters. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a conversation, right? You can only focus on a few people at a time. And once a group is more than four or five people, generally, you start having smaller conversations. Unless you just decide to, like, have everybody sit in a circle and engage in a very orderly group conversation, which happens to me sometimes when I go to parties that are just, like, a bunch of kids who were definitely, uh, like, the teacher's pet in school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it, it, it absolutely can be a thing, but just, like, kind of what people tend towards. So I would, so I'm thinking no more than, like, what is that, four extra arms? I don't even know where you'd put them in that much little space. I would say no more than two extra limbs. Yeah. Because then you also got to think about what you're doing with them. I guess if you've had them your whole life, that's second nature. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a lot to juggle. It's just like getting in the headspace. 
of this of this situation. Yeah, I was gonna say I only need one more. Uh, right, but they said how many maximum before it becomes unwieldy. No, they said what would be the optimal number. Oh. Yeah, I only need one more. <laughs> I feel like I, I could achieve so much with just one more. Like, I don't need, I don't know what I'm going to do with another, it, if I had another two, I think it would, I think it would just be like, where am I going to put this arm while I'm trying to lie on my side and do things? Or like, you know, it's, it just becomes cumbersome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. If that, I mean, if, if we have extra limbs... Who knows what our body is shaped like, though? If they're more, like, further apart, if they're not, like, all up in my torso, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I could get away with two more, I think. Hmm. Yeah. I'm imagining just this, like, so the character more. creator in Spore. Like, there's just, like, sliders, <laughs> and you're just, like, dragging them around. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Okay. What is the worst sound effect to play during sex? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm reminded of this story that my dad tells that I've probably told on this show before. My dad, when he worked in an office, used to do this so-called prank where he would like email an MP3 to someone who worked in the office and be like, open this right now. And it would be like a really loud MP3 of some dude saying, hey, everybody, I'm watching porno in here. <laughs> and I, I remember like my dad told me that story when I was like eight. Oh, and my I, like, God. Lost my shit. I thought it was the funniest thing he'd ever done. <laughs> That's pretty distracting, I would imagine, during sex. Yep. Yep. Maybe relevant, but the sound of me eating a brownie in this moment, <laughs> that was... <laughs> Real gross. Sorry for sharing that with you all. Um, I thought it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Good old-fashioned brownie sounds. No, that were that would be horrible, though. I actually, I think I am sticking with that. Just consistent <laughs> mouth sounds. Well, now I can't put any of that in the bloops because it won't make sense when you answer the question. <laughs> All right, doing some some quick edits. <laughs> Sorry, is that all a question now? Uh, yeah, that's Wait. fine. That's fine. What do you? Okay, just okay. What am I doing? Just keep talking. Yeah, just, just great. Keep going. <laughs> sound effects. Bad sound effects during sex. I think obviously the like boy yo 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 sound effect would be so funny that I would be unable to stop laughing the entire way through. So well, so that here's one. the thing. <laughs> we did recently a hypothetical question um about what the funniest sound effect um i think or something on the on the patreon and i believe your answer was boy yo 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 yoing it's i have um, a great fondness for it i got to say or the funniest th- <laughs> no it was what what's the funniest thing that could happen during sex and you said just making sound just starting oh, doing, doing fully work, work in the middle yeah. of sex <laughs> And I was like, really? Of all the things in the world, that's the funniest thing? And you were like, yes, going boy yo 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 I I mean, yeah, I ha- I just have like a weird fondness for really good Foley work. And it's kind of related to my fondness for like impressions. Like it's just a, a type of comedy skill. So obviously I'm into it because that's, 
That's my brand. Okay, I thought of my actual answer for this that I think would be the funniest, worst sound effect to play during sex would just be okay. a, a looping uh, sound of that like record scratch. No. <laughs> because ah. they use that in movies as code for like, we're going to stop this like moment and like cut to something abruptly. Um, and mm-hmm. if you just have that looping... <laughs> And especially like looping in an irregular way, so like you're not sure when it's gonna happen next. Oh it's just no! Like putting a damper uh, on everything constantly. Yeah, I hate that. No, you win. That's <laughs> you win. We make the make it stop. <laughs> and it's also funny, which I, I mean, I I love to laugh, but I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be laughing too much while I'm trying to fuck. It's if I'm laughing so hard I can't breathe. It's sometimes just well, we've talked about how that's breath play. Anyway, <laughs> see, see, it's it's your problem too. It you is, get halfway it, through it a really thing, is. and then you're like, "Oh wait, didn't yeah. didn't mean to go there." Okay, I think we'll do like one or two more. This okay. is this one's super weird, and I I don't know. Um, what is the best period product to use as a sex toy? This is just this just fills me with imaginations immediately, like just p- pictures of things. Yeah, I mean, my like the only thing that well, I'm leaning towards Diva Cup. Okay, that's also exactly where my mind went. Right. Um. Although, like. You could, I'm trying to think of like creative kink implementations, but the thing is, I don't want to say anything because I have no idea, like, I have done none of the science research that I would do before I did any of these things. You're just like, Um, don't try this at home, kids. However, theoretically. Like, do none of these things. However, if I were forced, like, if I were forced, if I met someone (laughs) who had, like, a, like, medical play or, like, period kink, and I was into them, and I wanted to, like, figure out how to play with some shit, um, I would, like, those two come to mind as ideas for tools of, like, how to keep something in or on a vulva. Um, oh. either some sort of substance, like we were talking about how capsaicin gives you that like tingly feeling earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, anything like that could stay like on the outer parts of a vulva. Um, that, I mean, capsaicin probably would be horrible. Um, but like what other things can you do to like use that to hold in place for someone? Um, or just something humiliating. Um, you know, held up against someone. Um, it's also padding if you have someone who's, like, hypersensitive. So, like, have a pad between a magic wand and a body. Um, again, if we're, like, playing with humiliation stuff around periods, if a person wants to do that. Um, and then, yeah, a diva cup as, like, a tool to keep something question mark in someone for a reason and for the most part my mind immediately goes to humiliation stuff but maybe that's just some trans shit i need to examine (laughs) who the fuck knows (laughs) possibly yeah i mean that's your experience um 
I I thought okay, so it would be hugely sadomasochistic to try to fuck someone with a tampon because mm. it's just like dry by design. It's horrible. <laughs> I think most people who've used tampons probably have some sense of the sensation. I mean, um, it's the worst. It's feeling. really, really, really bad. Uh, and then also for the for the menstrual cup thing, I'm gonna describe like maybe kind of a gross vagina thing um you know how like when you take out a menstrual cup you're supposed to like break the seal on the side uh-huh. of the cup like with like reach up with your finger and then break the seal so that you can pull the cup out and it'll it'll won't be like suctioned to the top of your badge basically um mm-hmm. but when i like don't do that enough and there's like um like suction on like the cervix area I'm, I'm always mm, for a mm-hmm, second I'm mm-hmm. always kind of like oh that feels interesting um but I mm-hmm. think probably that's dangerous so I don't ever like do it in a sexy way but I could I could see myself playing with that I've had that feel interesting and I've also had that feel horrible same not yeah. like painful just like gross really viscerally weird because something about the cervix yeah. is like it's very much your insides yeah. And it's the only part of your insides that's like vaguely accessible. Squicks me sometimes. I just Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be aware of my cervix really like at any point. I would like yeah, to just I'm... mentally set it aside. <laughs> Until yeah. I need it like if I'm ever giving birth or something. <laughs> just go go to the closet, dig it out, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just screw it back in. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna navigate us away from this. <laughs> yes. I think we have time for one. Is this more. me? Yes. Okay. So what what sex act would you want to try just once and then never speak of again? And I think that we're you know, fairly safe broadening this to kink acts. When I when I yeah. ask questions about sex acts on question box, uh I always mean essentially like a standard like standard like vanilla sex acts where like you know the main act would be like piv or like oral or fingering or stuff because like i'm just not i'm just on a different level on that show in terms of like (laughs) sex weirdness but over here Uh i'm like well like obviously licking someone's shoes is a sex act like right duh (laughs) (laughs) um I can't think of anything that I would, like, want to never speak of again. Mm -hmm. I'm a loudmouth. I, like, anything that I'm going to try just once, I'm going to be like, this shit's a story. What if (laughs) I'm going to come up with, like, the most polished way to tell everyone about that shit that I tried once. But (laughs) what if we say by never speak of it again, that more or less means, like, not really have an interest in ever doing it again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that said, stuff that is on my, uh, I guess once, if the perfect circumstance arises, Mm -hmm. meaning someone hot is standing in front of me with all of the skills and all of the tools, and I'm like, I guess today I'm into this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the two things that are coming to mind first are sounding and vac beds, because they both- utterly fucking terrify me yeah um but they're both utterly unique sensations Mm 
Like, needle play is somewhere on that list, too, um, where it, like, super squicks me, but, like, it squicks me because I know what it feels like, um, Mm -hmm. and I could probably do it if the right power play stuff is involved, and if the game is, like, if the fact that I hate it is part of the game. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. One day, maybe that'll be, uh, on, uh, that'll happen. But the, like, vac beds and, um, sounding, A, sounding someone with any bits is fairly complicated and a fairly niche skill. Um, and, uh, vac beds are just, like, super expensive. So if I ever get the opportunity to do it, I'm like, well, I guess I gotta find out what this feels like, because that's I'm not gonna get this chance again. Yeah. But they both fucking terrify me. Yeah, same. Scary as fuck. Um, I also think mine would be a scary thing. I think, like, doing a, like, CNC kidnapping abduction thing Mm. like a like a real one like you know get kidnapped from a public place i mean i wouldn't want to do it in like a place where there's like people because that's super weird because then they're gonna like try to call the cops but like you know like a camp yeah like a camp or like a park at night or something Mm -hmm. where there's nobody um because i like this fantasy was in like one of the very early very like seminal uh pieces of erotica i read when i was young and mm-hmm. so it's just been, like, swirling around in my brain for a long time. But I know from experience that, like, I'm not super, super into fear play. But, like, kind of, yeah. kind of feel like I... Like, if, if I had an opportunity to have, like, an elaborately planned one, like, in the book The Castle by N.T. Morley, uh, I, I mean, yeah, for sure. That sounds cool. No, that sounds super fun. Yeah. They do that at King Camp. Um they do uh you you'll be like talking to someone and a bunch of people will just run over and kidnap someone and run away um because they have planned abductions throughout the weekend um mm-hmm. and it's through this whole organized thing but also just groups plan things um but it's cool if you ever want if you want to actually be like snatched away from a place with people and like you know be just grabbed yeah uh there are places where you can do that. Then I well, want not this year probably, but <laughs> yeah, really. I want Liam Neeson to come and rescue me. That's the second part <laughs> of the fantasy. <laughs> ah, right. Okay. And then he's like, "I have a very particular set of skills," and he just like starts putting a black latex glove over his fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too high. I think it's on time. that note. Yeah, I think it's time to end the podcast. Um, Happy 420 to you, Liam Neeson, if you're out there. Because <laughs> we all know he's listening right now. He, he's blazing it, for sure. He's, he's probably, he's probably like, deep into a spliff right now, I would imagine. All right, I have to go make weed mac and cheese. Okay, so let's, let's do our sign-off. Yes. Um, yes. Thank you so much for joining us for this very silly episode of The Dildorks. My name is Kate Sloan. You can find my sex blog at girlyjuice.net and the rest of my writing at katesloan.substack.com. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at girly underscore juice. And you can listen to my other podcast, which also had a super high and silly one coming out this week. It is called Question Box. Where is your stuff? I'm Bex. You can find my writing at Bex Talk Sex. And I'm on Twitter at 
wait, nope. <laughs> I got this. You started talking and I was like, oh shit, I have to do all of that. I oh, like, I like prepared. nailed mine for some reason. You I did. went into like weed flow state that happens sometimes where you're just a genius briefly. Yeah. See, I was hoping and then I fucked it up immediately. Um, take two. I'm Bex. You can find my writing at BexTalkSex.com and on Twitter and Instagram at BexTalkSex. Together we're the Dildorks. You can find us at thedildorks.com or by searching the Dildorks in your favorite podcast app. While you're there, rate and review us. Brings us up in the charts. Makes us easier to find. You can also find us at the Dildorks on Twitter and Instagram and at Patreon.com slash the Dildorks where you can find us releasing new hypotheticals every week. Thank you so much to Protodome. He did our theme song, I Want You in My Bedroom, off his album Chipfunk. I haven't said that in a long time, eh? <laughs> I think you have. The words Maybe chip not the funk album have, not, have not gone over my lips in a while. Um, <laughs> Chipfunk. Thank you to Amy. She did our logo. She is at Starboots underscore on Twitter. And thank you to you for listening. Until next time, folks, stay the fuck home and live your sexy dorky life bye happy 420 friend blaze it <laughs> happy 420 <laughs> How does this show somehow, like, this episode always has, like, the longest bloopers, even though the entire episode is a blooper? Like, it's like, why did we need to make extra other unnecessary bloopers on top of the Because we needed time to get high. Yeah. And what are we going to do while we get high other than riff? Yes. Riffin' and spliffin'. Except no, because those make me sick. I know, they're gross as fuck. I tried one once, I was like, never again. Can I just say how adorable, how, like, dignified you just put on those heart glasses? <laughs> like, it was a very professional movement of, like, let me just get these into place so I can see what I'm doing for this work I'm about to do. And they are giant heart-shaped glasses. They're and so I just, huge. I know. I love it. It was adorable. I loved it. Uh, we ordered Mexican food accidentally too early. We tried to, we were going to schedule it for after the podcast, which would make more sense. And then we... Right. Uh, didn't quite manage to do that <laughs> oh no is it's it a, here now it's here now but well it's fine we'll eat it later we'll heat it back up we could do you want this no this i'm not gonna really lends itself to taco breaks in between questions because uh... i love you and cold mexican food is upsetting well, that that one person who got mad in our itunes reviews has scared me off of eating on the show <laughs> oh no like not like I'm saying, like, we ask a question, and then you pause and eat a taco really quick, and then you come back to recording. I'm, and you can just edit out those little chunks, because they would be easy to find because of the format of this episode. When you, like, it has yeah. really clear, hard stops. When you said and I just chunks, don't want you to be high sitting here for an hour smelling Mexican food getting cold. Oh. That sounds tragic. I'm okay. If I, did, okay. If I find that I'm not okay, I will have my partner go and fetch me some tacos, but I think I'll be okay. Okay. Thank okay, you. I good. really appreciate your concern. That's a genuinely sweet thing. <laughs> like, I'm like, that's a night. I would never do that to someone. I know. It'll be fine. I'm, I'm newly exploring my sadism, but I'm not, <laughs> I, even I'm not. Hey, sorry. I have no idea what the fuck happened to my internet. Uh, 
am I like back and okay now? Yes, you are. Okay. Sorry, I y'all. should have been entertaining in that time because there are other people in this call. <laughs> Were you just staring in relying silence? on me? <laughs> Mostly, yes. That's fine. You were just taking a brain break. I, I, I stood. I did the thing that I do when uh, you disappear and we're alone because <laughs> I forgot that we weren't alone. Yeah, which is to like be looking at my phone for if you reach out that way. Yeah, and like while I'm there checking and making sure nothing is burned down while we're recording. Yeah, and going every few seconds, babe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Just so that you'll know when you come back. Yeah. All right. And then I so. realized there were other people listening to me just do that into the void. <laughs> mm-hmm.